On first down, Wilson keeps. Surveys, nowhere to go, and back in the end zone. Touchdown! What a catch by Tyler Lockett. Let's take a look. Catch, feet. That is unbelievable. If you'd have told me that. Next team in the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks. What do you? Um, what are your off-season thoughts? You know, what do you? Think, how the draft went, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, so I, I look at departures. I look at Marshawn Lynch, and you know, that is what it is. It was. It was probably a good. You know, just to let him go. He's an older guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Chris Carson coming back from injury, so that's not really a big loss. Um, but they have a couple big losses on their defense. They have yeah. one of their linebackers, Michael Kendricks. Uh, they have Ziggy Ansah and Jadavian Clowney that they're losing. That That's a massive hit to their defensive line. Uh, and then they lost uh, tackle George Fant, and they lost tackle Jermaine Ifedi, uh, and they lost Quentin Jefferson as well, and he, he's a defensive tackle. So big losses on the defensive line. I mean, that's mm-hmm. – and then, you know, they lost two guys at tackle, but, yeah. you know, they, they replaced them and they got younger on that front. You know, I don't know whether – time will tell whether they got worse or better on the offensive line, but they did get younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's the defensive line that I'm worried about. How about you? Yeah. I, I, I think that they had some good additions to other positions, but I don't think they really filled that – defensive line. I mean, they got Bruce Irvin. I mean, he's, he's no Jadamian Clowney. I personally, though, I'm a believer in Jadamian Clowney being overrated. I think most of success comes from everybody, you know, double-teaming J.J. Watt. But he still, he still can play, and um, I think that that'll definitely be a hit for them. They did have some, you know, small – they picked up a lot of veterans, Carlos Hyde, uh, Gray Golson. I don't think they'll be, you know, star players or, you know, what they were in their prime. Uh, they did pick up Quentin Dunbar, who had some issues off the field, but you can't deny he's not a bad corner. And I think that their secondary is looking, you know, better than it was. You know, not not bad. And they picked up Jordan Brooks, linebacker, in the first round. So that'll be great to pair with Bobby Wagner. I mean, I mean, we could just pop right into their their roster right now. Bobby Wagner, that guy is. I don't even. He's he's one of the best players in 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 the league in general. He's just a monster, the best yeah. linebacker, and I think that regardless of what happens to anywhere else in their position, he will continue to flourish. Same thing with Russell Wilson. The guy's carried the team with less than what he has, um, and I think that he will have another MVP-like season. I don't think he'll win MVP, but I think he'll definitely have a really good season with uh, with you know how he does. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I look at Greg Olson and Carlos Hyde, though, and I'm kind of underwhelmed by those signings. You know, that's a lot more money than they should be, you know, than they should be paying for those caliber players. They're paying for the name, really, you know, more than the production that they're going to get out of those players. Carlos Hyde, they just could have gone a cheaper option and got about the same amount of talent. You know, Carlos Hyde is a fringe starter. um, And, you know, Greg Olson is a guy who's barely seen the field in the last couple of years. So those two signings don't make that much sense to me. You know, yeah. Bruce Irvin, that's a pretty good pickup. But again, it's, it doesn't make up for Ziggy Ansah and Jadavian Clowney. Um, right. So, you know, overall, I don't know that they had that great of an 
off season. I, I give them a C plus grade on their off season. Yeah, I gave them a B minus. I don't think they had, you know, they they just picked up some popular names. They didn't really pick up. I think that they had a few, you know, okay additions here, but you know, Jadavian Clowney, Marshall, they even lost Josh Gordon. Well, he never really played, I'll be honest, but um, I'm sure he could have uh, if he stayed off the weed. Uh, <laughs> um, but I mean, but you, I mean, you look at who they have, you know, coming into this season. You got DK Metcalf coming into his second year. The guy had a pretty good rookie season. You can't, I mean, uh, if if I see DK Metcalf in person, I'll say he had the best rookie season in general because that guy scares me. <laughs> how lucky he is. But I oh, think you'll have a yeah. I think you'll have a good sophomore year. Um, the problem is he doesn't have the, the best, uh, uh, you know. Uh, other wide receivers. There aren't too many. Another interesting underrated, I only know this guy because I had him in fantasy, Will Disley, the tight end. Uh, he was injured for, I think, 14 games, uh, 10 games. But he was looking pretty good for his first few games. I think with him coming back, he should be pretty good. Greg Olson, I don't expect to start. I think it'll be Will Disley. Um, and and uh, before I hand it over to you, I have uh, two, two trios uh, I've got Shaquem Griffin, Bobby Wagner, and Jordan Brooks at linebacker, all three of those guys, which will be a, a pretty dominant linebacker core. And I think that both Shaquem Griffin and, Bo- and Jordan Brooks will be able to learn from Bobby Wagner and kind of, you know, him be a mentor to them. And I think that they could have an explosive linebacker. And then their secondary, their corners, you got Trey Flowers, Quentin Dunbar, the new addition, and Saquil Griffin. I think that'll be another dangerous trio. That's certainly not what they had a few years back, but I think that, you know, it's not bad either. Though they didn't replace that defensive line, and that's that's a, that's going to that's gonna be a big blow. Yeah. My only concern about that second trio is the fact that, you know, Quentin Dunbar is being charged yeah. with, I think, armed robbery. So I'm not so sure he's going to start the season. It depends. I'm You know, I'm not following closely what's happening in that yeah. case, but it depends what's going to happen to me because he could – Armed robbery, he could land himself some serious time in jail. So we'll see if he starts. If right. he does start with the team, if he plays with the team, that's a pretty solid secondary, like you said. Yeah, I mean, it'll be up to the NFL committee. And, you know, he may, you know, I didn't look into it either. I just saw he's got some co- charges and some controversy. So let's get right into the Seattle Seahawks schedule. Uh, they're starting off week one in Atlanta against the Falcons. Um, I'll be honest, I think two years ago I was watching a Colin Coward uh, power rankings week two, and he had the Falcons at two, and I'm like, you're crazy. Um, but, I mean, I just don't see them improving too much. Julio Jones is their only team. Uh, I think that this will be an easy Seahawks win um, for the first game of the season. Yeah, I agree. I think they're going to beat Atlanta. You know, I it doesn't really matter to me that it's on the road. Seattle's just a better team in this matchup, so I have them with a win in, in week one. Yeah, and, I mean, it's, yeah, there's not much to talk about. It's the Falcons. They're, they haven't really done much. They don't do much. Um, now we got week two, primetime game. I didn't actually check which primetime game, but I know this is a primetime game. The New England Patriots are coming into Seattle. And, boy, does Seattle have a vendetta against the Patriots. That is uh, one rivalry. But I do think, um, surprisingly, I'm going to pick the Seahawks in this one. I think that, and I'll, I'll explain later in the schedule, that, some you know anger and you know uh, vengeance can really drive a team, and I think that Russell Wilson and other players on the Seahawks have that towards the Patriots. Um, and I mean, if they didn't make that mistake at the at the goal line, they'd have two you know they'd have two Super Bowls. So I think that Cam Newton will be in. It'll be interesting. It'll be tough, and they're lacking the defense. But I think that the Seahawks will just win out of sheer willpower, um, which is totally not 
you know, football uh, statistics or any analysis. It's just, you know, I, I got a feeling, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have them losing to New England in week two. Um, I just think that New England's going to be maybe a little bit better than people expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know that there are people who are anticipating that they're going to have a really good season, but there's also a lot of people saying that they're not. Uh, and I just think that they're they're probably going to be a 10, 11 win team, not you know not thirteen not or anything were. like yeah, not yeah. thirteen, twelve, um, but I think they're still going to be in the range of nine, ten, eleven, uh, probably eleven as their ceiling, uh, and you know I I just think it's always difficult when you're playing Bill Belichick. He's yeah one of the greatest coaches, uh, you know, in the history of sports. Mm-hmm. He's got all those rings, so, you know, I think that's a tough matchup for them when they lose to New England. Yeah, um, so you got them 1-1, one one, I got them 2-0. Oh. They're uh, playing the Cowboys in uh, Seattle, and I'll be honest, I'm not aboard the, the Cowboys hype train, but I definitely um, am not sure what to expect. I am more on the side that they will – I'm more on the boom side than the bus side, um, so I'm going to have the Cowboys win in here, uh, close game, but – I think this game can go either way. It really depends on if the Cowboys would be a boom or bust team. Yeah, I have Seattle winning. Um, again, I'm more on the bust side as yeah. far as Dallas goes. So I have Seattle winning this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I hope they're a bust team, but I, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. Um, week four, they're going into Miami, playing the Dolphins. I am also on the bust side of the Dolphins, and I have a little personal vendetta against them because <laughs> everybody was talking about the offseason. Everybody ignored the Bengals, and it was all the Dolphins have a better team, but uh, whatever. That's not important. But I have the Seahawks beating the Dolphins here. Uh, Tua, it's going to be early in his start if he does start. I think he'll still be developing. Uh, their team will still be meshing together, um, and I think the Seahawks will just, Russell Wilson will just run that defense into the ground. Yeah, agreed. I think that if Miami does have a good year next year, which, I mean, it could really go either way. They could they could be an awful team again and things could fall apart, mostly because, you know, a lot of their team was out of free agency. Um, but at the same time, they did bring in a lot of talent. But, yeah, again, if they do get it together and have a good season, my expectation is that there's going to be some growing pains early. So I have Seattle winning this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what three, three and one, uh, three, three, one for me. Um, I think we have a surprise guest. Oh wow, meow. <laughs> she heard Bengals and she was like, "Oh yeah, they're like my cousins." <laughs> oh yeah. Um, we got week five, the Vikings playing Seattle. Uh, this is another primetime game. I don't really know what to expect with the Vikings. I, you know, I um, they had a pretty good offseason, I want to say, but um. I think that the Seahawks just have their number. I mean, they dominated them last season. Uh, so I'm going to give the Seahawks this win with a really promising start, but that's really dependent on, you know, really if they can, you know, pick up the slack on the defensive line. So I'm having them – I have them winning over the Vikings here. Yeah, I mean, I'm more concerned about Seattle than I, I think you are. I'm really concerned about their defensive line. Yeah. Um, I think that they're going to get blown up in the run. I think Dalvin Cook is going to run all over them, mm. and I think that's going to lead Minnesota to a victory. Yeah, I, I'm more on the Russell Wilson can carry anything uh, bandwagon. You know, I think that guy has got scoliosis at this point from carrying the team. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> then you got uh, week six, the bye, so I, I think I have him going four and one. You've got him going three and two, I think? Or, yep. Yeah, yeah so, three and two. 
they're right behind the 49ers, you know. They're not too far off, and we'll see later in um, the podcast how we how the other teams of the division will be faring. But coming out of the bye, they'll be playing the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. And like I said, I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to surprise a lot of teams this year. And I've got the Seahawks losing to the Cardinals. Um, it'll be another close game, but I think the Cardinals will surprise a lot of people, including the Seahawks. <laughs> Yeah, I agreed. I mean, 100%, I think that Arizona is going to be better than a lot of people expect. <laughs> better than a lot of people expect. Uh, and I think that Arizona is going to win this one, you know, pretty much on the basis that they're at home. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that <laughs> this is going to be a loss for Seattle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think your cat's ready to watch Seattle pop off. Um, then you got <laughs> yeah. uh, the 49ers coming to Seattle, and from my from my – 49ers schedule, the Seahawks will win this game, but it'll be a close one. So, yeah. you know, same reasons I said about there, and same thing for you, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, I said that it's the same thing. San Fran- I have San Francisco winning this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I think the 49ers are going to be pretty good this year. So, <laughs> I've got San Francisco <laughs> winning this one, even though I've got a cat climbing all over uh-huh. me. <laughs> Trust him, guys. He's got the cat on him. He knows what he's talking about. And you got the Seahawks coming into Buffalo, and I'll be honest, Seattle and Buffalo are, you know, you may think they're similar, but they're two different climates. I mean, if you're playing in Buffalo in the winter, good luck, you know. Like, um, But I think yeah. that the uh, the Bills will actually win this one. Um, I think that the Bills' defense will be able to stop the uh, Seahawks' offense, and their offense will be able to overpower the Seahawks' defense. So I'm going to give it to the Bills this one. Yeah, I have this one as a win for Buffalo as well. Um mm-hmm. You know, did I say that San Francisco was – sorry, I meant that San Francisco was going to lose this game. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, was a little bit, I was a little bit distracted. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I actually – no, I, I don't have them uh, losing three games in a row. I, I actually have that as a win against San Francisco and a loss okay. against Buffalo. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, and so that's uh, – we'll get to the record in the end. We don't have to keep up with it. Yeah. But then you got the Seahawks, <laughs> another away game against the Rams – um, and I'm going to have the Rams pulling an upset here. Um, you look at the last few uh, games that they had in last season, the two games, uh, another, you know, the Rams gave him run for their money. And um, I don't know, I just feel like Aaron Donald will uh, hone in on Russell Wilson. I don't know. I, I've watched some of those games, and he has, he has Russell Wilson's number. Um, yeah, he's so a monster. I, he, I think that the Rams will pull an upset here. Yeah, I have Los Angeles losing this game. Um, I think Seattle's the better team, and I think Los Angeles is going to have a really underwhelming season, and we'll get to that um, later in the podcast. Yeah, and then we've got Cardinals coming to Seattle, a primetime game, uh, which I did not – the Seahawks have a lot of primetime games, uh, but I think that the, I think it's going to be a good one, though. I think this is going to be a good game. I think a lot, yeah, I think a lot of people are underrating the Cardinals. I think they're going to – they've always been competitive, but it's been under the radar. Nobody's really paid attention to it. But I have the Seahawks winning here at home. Uh, they'll go one and one split with the, um, with the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, agreed. I think it's going to be a split to it, and I think that Seattle wins this one at home. Mm-hmm. Now we got another primetime game, the Seahawks going into Philadelphia. And just like I said with earlier with Vendettas and having a feeling, I think the Eagles will take this one. I think they will be pissed off of what Clowney did in the uh, what was that, the wild card game. That mm-hmm. was a close game. The, the Eagles almost won with a 
back up, broken legs. Um, oh man. Like, uh, uh, town, yeah. yeah. Torn, I mean, like, torn hamstring, yeah. and they only lost by a couple points. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the Seahawks got away with a lot of dirty stuff, and I think the Eagles will be not not pleased, and they'll have Carson back. Hopefully, he won't get injured this season. You know. Um, knocking on the wood to not jinx anything. But I have the Seahawks yeah. losing this game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I have the same result. I have the Eagles winning this game. I think that the Eagles are going to be a better team this year just because, you know, they got some more weapons for Carson Wentz. And I think that their secondary is way improved. Um, I mean, I'll definitely get into that during the NFC East edition of this podcast. Um, but, yeah, I think I have the Eagles winning this one. I mean – Look, the Eagles almost pulled out a win twice against Seattle last year. Um, both times they fell short by a couple points. But, you know, in that first game, they had nothing for Carson Wentz to throw to. I mean, absolutely nothing. He had no wide receivers to throw to. In the second game, you have no wide receivers and no Carson Wentz. You had Josh McCown, the 40-year-old quarterback, on a torn hamstring for, you know, half the game. So, yeah, I have the Eagles winning this one. You know, I agree. I think they're pissed off. I, I think, you know, Eagles fans are going to be really angry, and they're going to be really uh-huh. raucous. It's in Philadelphia. I think it's going right. to be a loud game. It's a, it's a primetime game. So I have the Eagles winning this one. Yeah, and there's no city more forgiving than Philly now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and the next two weeks, I feel like we can kind of fly by these. we got the Giants uh, for the first week playing against Seattle in Seattle, and then the Jets against – I feel bad for the Giants and the Jets. they got to play – like, oh, it's terrible. But I have the Seahawks winning both these games against the Giants and the Jets. Same reason with the 49ers. They're just still developing. They're not – they got a lot of holes, and the Seahawks are a lot more structured team. Yeah, I actually have the Giants winning this one. I oh. think that the Giants might be a surprise this year. They had a good offseason. They had a good draft. I think Daniel Jones – I mean, the guy's precision is nuts. He's, he's a mobile quarterback as well. I think that Daniel Jones is going to make a, a decent jump this year, and I think that New York will be better than people anticipate. The other New York team, the Jets, they're still going to be awful, like we said <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have that one as a win for Seattle. And we got the Seahawks going into Washington. This one I don't really think there's going to be an upset worry here win. again. Yeah, Washington. <laughs> agreed. Um, so, uh, you know, have them winning. We both have them winning. And then you got the Rams coming into Seattle. And like I said earlier, I think they're going to trade one and one, so uh, the Seahawks will win this one in home. Uh, but it'll be it will be closer than people expect because you don't know what you're going to get with the Rams. Yeah, I have Seattle winning this one. I just don't see Los Angeles doing too well this year. Mm-hmm. And then the last game of the season, you know, to keep true to my my schedule with the 49ers, the Seahawks will lose this one in San Francisco. Yeah, I agreed. I think it would just be too difficult of a game. Um, Towards the end of the season, obviously, you know, injuries are going to dictate a little bit. So we'll see how things play out by then. Um, you know, a lot of times in the NFL, the team that just stays the healthiest and <laughs> ends up making a run at the end of the year. But we'll see. Uh, I do have this one, though, as a loss to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I will get into the record. I have them going a surprising 10-6, and six, which is a really high bar to set. They're going 3-3 three and three in the division. Uh, that'll put them in wild card positioning, either fifth or sixth seed. I think, though, that um, I, I, in my opinion, I think the Eagles and the Cowboys will be fighting for that wild card and division spot. And since in my schedule the Cowboys and the Eagles both beat them, that they'll lose the tiebreaker and they'll be placed in the sixth seed, wild card number two. So, oh, no, it's still a good season. I think I'm a little more hopeful than most, but um, 
But yeah, that's what I have them going for. Yeah, I have them going nine and seven. I just don't think they had the best off season. Um, I think they have a difficult schedule again, uh, like the 49ers are going to have to work through that difficult schedule, but I have them going nine and seven. And I mean, you know, in years when they've been wildly successful, yes, you're right. Russell Wilson has carried the team. Uh, he's done that, you know, since they started having their success and making Super Bowl appearances. But, you know, in the years that they were wildly successful, they had a really good secondary. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think this one compares. Uh, I don't know if Quentin Dunbar is going to start the season. And I'm really, really concerned about their defensive line. It's just not going to be what it was last year. So I have them going two games worse than they did last year. They were 11-5. and five, And because okay. of their defensive line, I have them going 9-7. and seven. George Fant back of the game. As Wilson fires downfield, it's Metcalf who makes the catch. DK Metcalf. Takes it in for a Seahawks touchdown, 53 yards. Second and 10. Wilson over the middle, complete. First down. Wilson on second and six, under pressure. And now lobs one up, and it is caught. Third down and six. As Wilson sets, throws, and Calf makes the adjustment and the catch. Mel Dean, DK Metcalf. Second and goal from the 10. Wilson fires. Hollister, touchdown. 